Moshodi. I'm struggling to get the members to, to order. Am I, am I audible? Honorable Bibi? Parties would like to make declarations ah. of vote in terms of rules 78. Yeah, you are honorable deputy chairperson. Thank you, honorable deputy chairperson. Close to 200 children died of malnutrition in the first few months of this year forced to eat sand to fill their stomachs, this despite the rollout of the 350 SRD grant. Additionally, millions of beneficiaries yes, have not seen a cent. Audible? Why is it that I don't get the response? Oh, thank you. Chairperson, we can hear honorable questions. <laughs> Should I continue? No, it's, it's fine, but I think there is something wrong with the connectivity. Yes, please, my dear. All right, um, I'll start over, Honorable Deputy Chairperson. Close to 200 children died of malnutrition in the first few months of this year. Forced to eat sand to fill their stomachs, this despite the rollout of the 350 SRD grant. Additionally, millions of beneficiaries have not seen a cent of this money, as the system remains flawed and unresponsive to the needs of the poor and vulnerable. Payments were made to ineligible in individuals due to the inadequate internal controls to perform validations and prevent payments being made to persons that were not entitled to the SRD 350 grant. The department is yet to finalize sanctions against its staff who unlawfully benefited from this grant. The department is not serious about curbing the scourge of gender-based violence and femicide, and this scourge continues unabated despite millions being spent on programs we have not seen. Foster care and adoption programs remain in crisis as red tape leaves many vulnerable children unattended. The HIV budget has been cut by 1 million rand, despite the fact that we are nowhere near winning this battle, and the Older Persons Programme has been reduced by 1.1 million rand, even though care for the aged is a huge problem in the country. The Substance Abuse Programme has been substantially reduced despite the war against drugs continuing to rage across the country. NPOs remain underfunded, and approximately 7,000 social workers have still not been employed, despite the plethora of social issues in the country. The food basket has increased to 4,609.89, and citizens are unemployed, poverty-stricken, and, and starving. This, despite millions being spent yearly on grants and programs aimed at alleviating these miseries. The social assistance programs of this department remain flawed and unable to deal with the social issues facing the country. The Democratic Alliance objects to this vote. I thank you, Honorable Deputy Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Christian. We will continue and we will now call on Honorable Ndongeni to continue with the debate. 
You may continue, Honorable Gillian. Thank you, Deputy Chair. Deputy Chairperson, the efficient implementation of the social relief of the stress and other social assistance packages have assisted poor and low-income households during the period of the COVID-19 pandemic by protecting them from food insecurity and poverty. As the ANC government, we have shown through such interventions that we remain determined to prioritize the livelihoods of the majority who have been further marginalized as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. With almost over one-fifth of South African households relying on social grants as their main source of income, the posture of government in this respect should be undebatable. As the ANC, we remain resolute on our commitment to improving people's livelihoods through poverty alleviation and building a caring and self-reliant generation. In order to achieve this, it is important to ensure that there is synergy between the differences of government in delivering services to the people. The budget vote as presented by the minister commits to enhancing efficiency in order to ensure that delivery in the, pro in, in, in the provincial is not compromised, especially as this relates to pay point sites in our localities. Guided by this Bajupele principle, adherence to the strategic objective of the Department of Social Development and the key interventions highlighted in the budget vote we believe that the process of accessing social grants will be improved. Provinces are instrumental in ensuring that social security services, such as social work and efforts to address social ills in our community. A rejection of this budget vote as presented is in our view, a disregard of the reality that ours is an unequal society where millions rely on social services to support their livelihoods. Indeed, Deputy Chairperson, these social services as delivered by the department are an affirmation for many that the South African government cares. The African National Congress adopts the budget vote 19 as pre presented by Minister Lindiwe Zulu as it seeks to address the socioeconomic challenges that widen inequality by providing social protection for the economically marginalized and impoverished South Africans. Thank you, Honorable Gillian, for Honorable Dongeni. Uh, I have further been informed 
that there is a wish to call for a division? Can we have the, the call first? Chairperson, the DA calls for a division. I see that Honorable Labuskagni is a problem. I have been informed that there should be a division, but if there is no call, we will continue with the next. The DA calls Can we find out who is supporting? Can we have the support of at least four members? Karin Fischer. I had a call for a division. Thank you, Honorable Ocamp. I'm now calling for four delegates. Protestant support. The problem is all of you speak at one time. Smut. Protestant. Christians, is it long that I hear in the background? Is it long? Is it Protestant? Okay, thank you. Chairperson, thank you, Isaac. I also I have four. Chairperson, if I may, I think that you have got a problem with your connectivity. Now already. Chairperson, mm -hmm. I don't know whether you can hear me, but I think the table should help you. Yes, I think the chairperson has got a problem with the connectivity. Already. Make me you confused me if you Arena's already there the care that you say so Yes, who's speaking now? What's happening? Is your 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 bandwidth is is a challenge? Is it? Is it? Yeah. Don't yes. you hear me? We are struggling to hear you. I hear you. I hear everyone. Possibly on your side, if I don't hear, I will indicate if I don't hear. We don't also Am I being allowed? Is it? Then it is a Northern Cape problem because I've seen other people. KZN chair, don't hear you. I'm noting your end, Dodovo. Honorable Nyambi, can you take over the... Uh, thank you, Chair. Let's continue can with I the... I request Honorable Nyambi to take over the presiding. Okay. We are, we are still dealing with those that are voting in favor. Mudise, vote in favor, Honorable House Chair. Thank you. Kwati as well from Limpopo in favor. Thank you. Nakanyan vote in favor. Thank you. Njado vote in favor. Thank you. Camilio Benjamin Eastern Cape vote in favor. 
Thank you. The table will lower all the hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who vote against should please raise their hands. The subscriber you have is not available right now. Please try again later. Could we just um, have the... Uh, the table must lower the hands so that we can uh, get to the next vote. Chairperson, the hands, you already gave that instruction, so please let them do what they're supposed to do. Okay. Uh, let's get to the next one. Uh, delegates who vote against should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. Thank you. The count is uh, completed. The table will lower the hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. Come again. Sorry, Chairperson. Um, I, I tried to raise my hand function. He doesn't want to work. It's Karim Fisher Northwest. Okay, you are voting against. I'm voting against. Thank you, Honorable Karim. We'll now deal with those yes. who abstain. Please raise your hands. The count is complete. Table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. The table will submit the results. Advocates, let's have the results. Thank you. The results are as follows. Those in favor, 35. Those against, 18. Abstention, it's zero. It's clear. Uh, the vote it's agreed to. I now put vote 20. Uh, women, youth, and person with disabilities. I've been informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of section rule 78. Uh, EFF, Honorable Luhihi. Chairperson. <coughs> Chairperson, the EFF once again reject budget vote 20 on women, youth, persons, and with persons living with disabilities. We reject the department which does not respond to the many challenges faced by women in this country and fail to take on any coordinated approach of working with social development with home affairs. So as fight against femicide in this country, 
This department has failed to respond to the challenges faced by people living with disabilities across all provinces in South Africa. And despite promises of inclusion of people of persons with disabilities as priority group, women and persons living with disabilities continues to experience a number of challenges such as poverty and lack of conclusion, inclusion in the labor market. The situation is worse for poor. Black persons living with disabilities in rural areas of Eastern Cape and KwaZulu-Natal, as they often have to contend with issues regarding access to healthcare, as they face more barriers. The story of disability in South Africa remains one of social operation. Oppression. This department has failed to women of this country. It has failed young people and it has failed different, differently abled. This budget is ignorant of the great agency needed to deal with, with the problem of young people and young women in particular. We reject this budget, Mudula Stilo. Thank you, ANC. It's Honorable Mamarukhane. Uh, thank, thanks, Honorable Chairperson. Gender-based violence and femicide has reached crisis proportions in our country. Every year we pay condolences and bury women that have been murdered by men. We need to put an end to gender-based violence in our country and effectively implement the National Strategic Plan on gender-based violence violence and femicide in all spheres of government, particularly at the local sphere, as it is the sphere closest to the people. Provinces are to ensure that the NSP is incorporated into their, their planning and that programs address the, the scourge of gender-based violence and femicide. femicide. These are to be infiltrated in ongoing provincial programs and campaigns. We must continue to advocate for the rights of persons with, with disabilities and not be silent on issues pertaining to persons belonging to the LGBTQIA plus community. As our youth is faced with high levels of unemployment, we must also pay attention to the manifesto stations of crime, substance abuse, and mental health that can be seen as consequences of our socioeconomic challenges amongst youth. Our youth are ravaged by crime and drug abuse. Provinces and local government are to ensure that facilities such as rehabilitation centers, recreational centers and hubs that assist persons battling with mental health are in, in operational. These facilities and services assist these victims of who have fallen to crime and drugs that are detrimental to, to our youth. Therefore, such facilities rehabilitate to and, and assist, assist in driving forward our social transformation agenda. Acknowledging that we have high levels of unemployment in our country, provinces should continue As to you conclude. Con as I conclude, Honorable Chairperson, the department should continue to undertake program that promote women and youth empowerment and the vulnerable. The ANC supports vote 20. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mamoru Khane. 
the vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. I now put vote 21, Civilian Secretariat for Police Service. I will inform us that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. EFF, it's Honorable Mutsamai. Honorable Mutsamai. Thank you, Chairperson. The Economic Freedom Fighters reject the budget vote for civilian secretarian for the police. The civilian secretarian for the police service mandated to act as an advisor to the Minister of Police in the request for service delivery and resources of the subs. It, it performs advisory functions on various matters which include policy and strategy, policy performance, community mobilization on the crime prevention. However, this department has demonstrated time and time again that it has no compliance to perform any of its core functions. As a few years ago, the minister asked for South African National Defense Force involvement in fighting crime in Cape Town. But because that investigation was not led by a proper intelligence, it failed to deal with the daily murderers in Cape Town. We reject this budget as this department has failed in providing the minister with a policy advice. It has failed in monitoring and auditing the police. It has failed to mobilize key rule players to prevent crime, uh, combat and investigating crime, maintain a public order and manage all operation functions. As such, we reject this vote. I thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Mutsamai. ANC, it's Honorable Thank you very much, uh, Chairperson of the House. The Civilian Secretariat Policy Police Service, CSPS, drive its authority from Section 208 of the Constitution, which provide for the establishment of a civilian secretariat for the police service to function under the direction of the Minister of Police. The, the, the core function, Chair, of the CSPS are to conduct oversight of the police service and provide policy strategic support to the minister. Further term is to ensure that the South African police service, SAPS, are efficiently and effectively in their legal responsibility. The budget vote 21 chair will enhance the work of the CSPS SPS to monitor police and that it will make sure that the policy work given rise to a positive outcomes. The budget chair, this budget vote 
uh, of 21 enhance the department to continue to, uh, to resource the family violence, children protection, and sexual offenses investigation unit, um, supporting the top 30 police station with a higher level of gender-based violence. The budget vote 21 will enable the police to respond promptly to effectively to the victims of gender-based violence and create a friendly and safety environment for the victim. The budget vote 21 will ensure, Chair, that the CSPS continue to monitor and evaluate the police and drive the uh, and drive the crime and anti-prevention campaign. The civilian secretariat shall continue conducting community satisfaction survey on the police visibility mainly and get other issues that community wants to be raised about the police. In conclusion, Chair, this is done to ensure effective and address the lack of trust in the police by the public and improve police services delivered. In a um, in a nutshell, Chair, this entity exists to provide support to ensure that SAPS is efficiently and effectively in its operation and that the mandate can only be fulfilled if the budget vote is welcomed. The African National Congress Chair therefore supports, support and welcome this vote, vote 21. I thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. I put vote 22, Correctional Services. I've informed that the following party would like to make a declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. EFF, it's Honorable Mutsamai. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters once again reject the proposed budget on a correctional service. We reject the budget of a department which is responsible for the shocking condition of our prisons. Inmates and remind detainees experience extremely overcrowded in prison. In women living condition, shortage in educational service and shortage of educational staff, as well as social workers and Honorable Nsamai, then let's go to Honorable Malika. It's clear that Honorable Nsamai has disappeared. Honorable Malika? I don't know whether. Thank you, Chair. Can you continue? Thank you. Honorable Malika? Thank you, Chairperson. I don't know what was that just cut. 
Thank you, Chairperson. The Economic Freedom Fighters once again reject the proposed budget on correctional service. But you are the last paragraph. Oh, the last no. paragraph. Yeah, let's allow you to, to, to conclude. Uh, let's allow him to conclude. Can you be allowed to conclude, Honorable Mutsamai? Okay, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the Department of Correctional Service has failed in almost all aspects in reroaring focus on rehabilitation at our prisons. Uh, let me just see. Let me just see. We reject the budget quote. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Mutsamai. Honorable Malika for ANC. Uh, the African National Congress support budget vote 22, correctional services. This vote contributes in the rehabilitation and social reintegration of offenders back into the community. Pronouncing the vision for the country, the ANC is ready to govern state that a prison service for the country must play its part, not simply as restraining convicts, but in, rehabilita in rehabilitating them. The ANC asserted that adequate resources should be made available for the human accommodation, education, training, and job placement of convicts. Chapter three of the white paper and corrections details that Corrections is the societal responsibility and envisages that members of the public will support internal rehabilitation programs. The objectives of the rehabilitation pro process as summarized in the white paper are to focus on connecting offenders' behavior, enhancing human developing and promoting social responsibility and positive social values amongst offenders. Through the self-sufficiency and sustainability modeling, the department has contributed towards the social relief efforts. The DCS workshop has been participated with the latest technology to enable them to produce inmate uniform, staff uniform, and shoes in large quantities. Through the model, the National Treasury has approved 100% retention of revenue regenerated by the DCS and these funds will be reinvested towards programs contributing to self-sufficiency. The ANC has been and remains the advocate for self-sufficiency and skills development. Through skills development, meaningful contribution into the economy, if possible, is possible. Rehabilitating offenders and equipping them with the necessary skills after incarceration will contribute to a safer South Africa. Moreover, effectively rehabilitation will contribute to reduce uh, incarceration must be safe. As you conclude. Both the inmates and official must be enabled to feel safe offenders. The ANC support this vote. Thank you, Honorable Malika. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. I now put vote 23, defense. 
The vote is agreed to. The objection of the DA, EFF, and FF Plus are noted. I now put vote 24, Independent Police Investigative Directorate. I've been informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of uh, Rule 78. Don't forget, honorable members, the maximum is strictly three minutes per declaration of vote. The first one is EFF, honorable Mutsamai. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters reject the budget vote for IPIT. IPIT continues to face one of their biggest challenges, which is the lack of implementation of their recommendation by the police. This department has failed to repair their rock of relationship with the South African Police Service. South African South Africa experienced a number of report cases of police violence, even though there exists an IP oversight. But is body that is responsible for making sure that the police are accountable for their act of violence. Five uh, suspects are brutally beaten punch and kick even when they were not pressure to meet police targets police officers often resort to illegally methods of operating and such action cannot be condemned under any circumstances we reject this vote I think we change Thank you, Honorable Samai. ANC, it's Honorable Bartlett. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, the African National Congress welcomes Independent Public Investigation Directorate Police uh, IPAT Budget Vote 24 is presented. The budget vote is a significant role to play in enhancing the police services in their fight against crime in general and corruption in particular. The IPAT gets its mandate and authority from the relevant legislation which is the Independent Police Investigation Directorate Act, which empowers IPAD, must powers investigate any complaints, alleged misconduct, or even offenses committed by the members of the South African Police Service. IPAD is charged with responsibility to investigate our police members. Honorable Chairperson, the budget vote 24 will enhance and strengthen investigative capacity and further improve the quality and effectiveness of investigations. The ordinary South Africans, South African people will benefit from the budget vote as this will uncover all the wrong things done by the members of the police and uphold the head of justice so that the public can gain trust in the police and appreciate that no one is above the law. Honorable Chairperson, the budget vote 24 will enhance the police service to fight against corruption in the police service. The budget vote will make sure that there is strong compliance of subs to the IPAD recommendations and further makes recommendations to the Minister of Police. The budget vote 24 will enhance the ongoing fight against gender-based violence and femicide among the police, women and men in blue, giving attention to murder cases, rape cases, and most important, rooting out corruption. Honorable Chair, the African National Congress welcomes and supports the budget vote 24. I thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Butler.
the vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. I now put vote 25, Justice and Constitutional Development. I'm informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 7-8. EFF, Honorable Mutsamai. Thank, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, the Economic Freedom Fighters reject the proposed budget on justice and correctional service. Thank you, Chairperson. I'm thank audible. Yes, we are audible. Th audible. No, we have muted yourself now. Unmute. Okay. Okay, okay. I think I'm all right now. Yeah, we can hear you now. Uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters reject the proposed budget on justice and constitutional development. South African democracy is entering a very dangerous period during which the very concept of justice and the rule of law will be severely challenged and undermined. We are already seeing a claim post of justice system that is employed by the rich and the poor, powerful to advise their interests while silencing the poor and the the poor and we need to re-accept community policing forum and encourage formation of crime which in the street and community hospitals. We reject this budget vote. Thank you, ANC. It's Honorable Shaikh. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Chairperson. The Department of Justice and Constitutional Development and other entities and institutions received their budget allocations under the Justice and Constitutional Development Budget Vote. Our courts remain critical for enforcing and defending of rights of people and dispensing justice. They have played a pivotal role in protecting the rights of women. The backbone of the fight against gender-based violence are the sexual offenses courts and the Tutu Zala Center care centers, which were introduced to focus on the speedy adjudication of cases. We welcome the efforts made by the Department of Justice and the entire JCPS cluster in the fight against fraud and corruption. It was reported that a total of 36 million in 2022-23 to invest in ICT in institutions that include the investigative, investigating directorate, the Public Protector South Africa, and the South African Human Rights Commission was made. A total of 426 million rand over the medium term to intensify the fight against corruption and ensure sufficient capacity for the investigations and prosecution of criminal cases emanating from the State Capture Commission has been set aside. Amongst others, Honorable uh, Chair, this will allow the independent director to appoint an estimated 90 staff members in a permanent capacity. The ANC supports this budget vote. Thank you, Chairman. Thank you, Honorable Shaikh. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA and EFF are noted. I now put vote 26 military veterans. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. 
I now put vote 27 of Office of the Chief Justice. The vote is agreed to. I now put vote 28, police. Uh, I've been informed that the following parties would like to make the vote in terms of Rule 78. Uh, the DA, it's Honorable Mikalakis. Honorable Mikalakis. Thank you, House Chairperson. It's always nice to have you in the chair. I need not repeat here what I've said during the debate about crime in this country being out of control. The public knows it and the ANC knows it. But isn't that ironic or perhaps sad that the very people with the majority vote in the House know that this budget won't bring down crime? They've expressed such concerns in the committee discussions, although not explicitly. Nay, no, they toe the party line. They will never say it explicitly, but they know this budget does nothing the same as other years, different uh, to bring down crime. Another 67 murders per day, another 153 rape victims per day. It is now the third year in a row that the ANC members bemoan the fact that IPUD's budget is effectively decreasing uh, keeping the crooks within the SAPS. They know there are too many generals in blue light VIP uh, protection units, and they know there are too few specialized cyber, drug, stock theft, and rural safety units and forensic expertise. They are concerned in the same way as the president is on occasion shocked. Yet they will have, they will they have the courage, yeah, they have the guts, the backbone, the vote to vote against a budget that is by their own admission not ideal for bringing down crime. Yes. Or will they throw the ANC party line again at the cost of innocent people being raped, sucked into gangsterism, or murdered? The DAC is out there. Sorry, Honorable Mikalakis. Honorable Zandamela, you can't be disrupting a declaration. What, what's the problem? Honorable Zandamela, this is a declaration and Let's allow Honorable Mikalakis without any disturbance. Uh, any all the parties will have an, an opportunity to do their declaration. Sorry for that inconvenience. Can you continue, Honorable Mikalakis? Thank you, House Chairperson. I'd gladly repeat any part of it, but let me start where I was interrupted. The DA cares deeply about the safety of the people out there. We have put an alternative on the table that will bring down crime with the right budget. This budget we are voting on is not going to do that job, and the members of the ANC know this. I hope they will have the courage today to, for once, put the people who voted them in above the ANC party line. If they can't muster that, then for the sake of the thousands of victims out there, abstain so that we can vote it down for you. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Karakis. EFF, it's Honorable Mutsamai. House Chair. Yes. Yes, House Chair. You, you just said you didn't give me an opportunity to speak. But I wanted to correct something. Because we did forward to the table that EFF has got a declaration in the Office of the Justice. And I, you didn't call us. But we are not dealing with justice now. We are supposed to do that when I presented justice. Yes, but now we are dealing with to the table that we've got a declaration of the justice and we support the office no, of the justice. It, 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 but it's, it's the, incorrect that we, you, you are now recording that EFF doesn't support the office of the justice. We do support the office of the justice, but you didn't give us an opportunity to present There is no, 
there, there is no objection even from your part. I said all parties support. It's agreed to. You are not following, Honorable Zanderman. But the declaration, House Chair. You wanted to do a declaration, but we are not dealing with that now. Can, can we be alert, Honorable Members? Let us be alert. Let us be alert. Now we are dealing with uh, 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 the one of police. It's for EFF. It's Honorable Mozamai. Honorable Mozamai. Agreed. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters reject the budget for police. As the EFF, we, need, we note with deep concern how police performance and contacting has deteriorated over the past two and a half decades, with a priority remaining unchanged. Under the watch, watchful eye of the South, Subs, South Africa has over a period of two decades weakness and increasing in a crime statistics. Our police officials are simply not well trained to do their job. The training doesn't not speak to the challenges which officers face on the ground. It is as a result of this amazless policing that today we witness mass shooting every single week in Kayalisha in Cape Town. Our police stations are house in a poor infrastructure, they lack technology and the vents in each and every police station are stationary because they just don't have tires. The capacity of the South African police do not anything has been dramatically endowed. The people of this country need a satellite police station that will open 24 hours service service days a week and every what in the country where there is no police station. We need a recapability community police forum and encourage formulation of crime watch in the street and community hotspots. We reject this budget vote. Thank you. FF Plus, it's Honorable Dutoit. Thank you, Achbare Voorzitter. Soos altyd word die eerbare pogings van die dames en mannen in blauw hoog op die prijs gestel en erken. Dankie aan elkeen van julle wat met hart en siel vech in die strijd teen misdaad. Chair, after SAPS lost the war against crime, while members acting on instructions from the, from the proverbial man in the hat, the latest crime stats reflection is a reflection of the truth, the softer version of the reality in South Africa. On a year-to-year basis, the murders incre- increased by 22, uh, 22.2%, attempted murder increased by 24.8%, and burglary incre- increased by 13%. Most South Africans are in dire need of police protection. I see most South Africans because the the VIP protection budget was bolstered while SAP's budget was insufficient and uh, doesn't address the current demands of the department. But further come it back in the is the fact that there was a in the police begroting. How can it be? Is it possible? 
Ons ondervind op een dagelijkse basis dat er onvoldoende hulpbronnen bij de meeste politiestaties is. Het tekort aan personeel en uitdagings met oorlaaide speerdienste. Hoe is het moeilijk dat die minister wat weet dat hij een van die bekendste figuren in die land is, maar ook een van die meest beruchte figuren in die land is, waar hij kan toelaten dat hij onderspandeer moet? Hoe is het moeilijk dat die minister kan toelaten dat nationale routes die protestgangers versperd wordt, soms verdaan? Voorzitter, het maakt niet zaak of hier die paaien die individuen of vrachtmotorsbestuurders versperd worden niet. Gewone burgerse rechten worden hier zulke acties geschikt. De minister moet explain why the SAPs allowed about 200 trucks to block the N12 in Bloemhof in the northwest province for three days, an economical highway with interprovincial vein. Millions of rands were lost as a result thereof. How is it possible that selective law enforcement is taking place in the country? Situational awareness and mere monitoring is costing the economy millions of rands, Jane. It is said that a mistake repeated more than once is a decision. How many mistakes, Minister, are in fact decisions? How much longer must the economy be held hostage by this disgruntled lawbreakers? Was that Minister? South Africa is in a crisis situation. Voorzitter, ons kan hier die begroting ondersteun. Thank you. Uh, IFP, it's Honorable Hatebe. Honorable Hatebe. Seem not to be uh, connected. We move to ANC, it's Honorable Shaikh. Honorable Chai. Thank you very much. Okay, sorry, Honorable Hatebe. Sorry, Honorable Shaikh. Let's have Honorable Hatebe. Honorable Hatebe. <laughs> Honorable Chair. According to Section 205 of the South African Constitution, the core function of the police service are to prevent, combat, and investigate crime, to maintain public order, to protect and secure the inhabitants of the republic and their property, and to uphold and enforce the law. Further, the budget states, among others, that the department will focus on improving community safety and reducing violence against women and children. As the IFP, we welcome this commitment by the SAPs and are in full agreement that ensuring community safety and reducing gender-based violence and femicide are our top priority. We have been and will continue to be vocal advocates for our communities and we remain committed to building a South Africa where people feel safe at home, at school and in the workplace. The IFP has consistently called for police visibility to be enhanced and in order for this to happen, there needs to be sufficient boots on the ground. We therefore must again raise our concerns about lack of policing capacity. President Ramaphosa in his 2022 SONA promised more police officers. The budget then confirmed that the department's intention to rejuvenate and improve policing capacity through the appointment of 12,000 entry-level constables. However, less widely publicized is the fact that 10,000 constables will replace personnel who have left the service. Provisions over the medium term has therefore only been made for an additional 2,000 police officers. It is important to note that South Africa currently has 1,154 police stations. Simple, simple mathematics will reveal that this equates to the, to the majority of police stations only receiving one additional officer. How much of an impact can this make? According to the Portfolio Committee on Police, the Directorate for Priority Crime Invest Investigations 
also known as the hawks, is severely undercapacitated. And the DPCI functions with a 48% workforce. These serious capacity issues must be addressed with agency if the subs and the hogs are to fulfill their essential mandates. Also, if the subs gender-based violence and sexual offenses action plan is a key priority for 2022-2023, it is concerning to note that Pope crew recommended that police stations must be resourced with the rape testing kits and police officers trained on how to use them. Why has this not been done? The budget be, must be properly utilized to ensure commitments such as the one to end GPV become the lived, uh, the lived reality of citizens and not just empty promises. I thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Honorable Hatebe. ANC, Honorable Shaikh. Yeah, thank, thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chairperson. The Budget Vote 28 of Police has a significant role to play in the fight against all sorts of crimes in South Africa. In that spirit, the ANC welcomes and supports Budget Vote 28. The vision of creating safer communities will move towards being a reality and realization will come through Budget Vote 28. The budget will enable the police to intensify the fight against gender-based violence and reduce the DNA backlog. Gender-based violence and femicide continues to haunt South Africa and Budget Vote 28 will further enhance the Department of Police in the fight against gender-based violence and femicide through various campaigns and programs. The fight against crime in our society will never be won only through the police, but there is a need to mobilize different sectors of society to play an active role from business to civil organizations and faith-based movements. All these different groupings will require resources to mobilize, train, and equip them, and the budget will enable this to happen, and the ordinary South Africans tend to benefit the most from the budget vote. The funds allocated will play a critical role in crime preventative measures and proactive policing. The budget will increase the resources for the police to improve policing through more recruitments and the use of technology as a strategy for policing. The use of technology requires resources to acquire the necessary tools and a budget is imperative in in this regard. The primary objective of the South African Police Service is to create a safe and secure community for all South Africans and that can be a re- reality if we welcome the budget vote. Thus, the ANC welcomes and supports Budget Vote 28, which will benefit all South Africans as crime affects everyone. I thank you, Chair. Thank you. I have further been informed that the DA wishes to call for a division. Is the division supported by four delegates? Honorable Levaskahni. Three. No, it's more than the it's more than the threshold. Division have been called. I will now allow a 15-second window to, to delegate who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. We can give you 13 if you want, house chair. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm fine with the four. Proud to sit. <laughs> Thank you. We now proceed to the voting on the question, and the question is that the vote be agreed to. Delegates who vote in favor should please raise their hands. Please keep your hand raised. Chairperson Lindwe PP, vote in favor. Thank you. Chairperson 
Lakanyana from Limpopo vote in favor. Thank you. Uh, uh, Tabete from Pumalanga uh, voting in favor. Thank you. Jadu vote in favor. House chair. Thank you. Thank you. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who vote against should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. Honorable Chair. Yes. Honorable Chair, the, the hands for support were not taken down. They're still up. So we can't go to abstentions yet. And no, it's against like against now. Uh, we're against. done with the we're done with the support. Yeah, I said they must lower the hands. If that is then the case, Chair, then the whole ANC is uh, supporting and is against and is abstaining. House Chair. Yes, can you allow us to lower the, the hands at, uh, in favor? And uh, we'll indicate when to call for 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 the hands against. Okay, can you lower the hands uh, in favor? It looks as if they're asleep on the wrong house chair. Let me tell you that. And I've pleaded with everybody, including the staff and honorable members, that let's all be alert. We are alert. Let's lower the hands. The hands are not lowering. And no, they are supporting thank us. Thank Don't fall thank 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 you thank you Okay. The hands are lowered now. Let's have let's should please raise their hands. Giver. Against, please raise your hands. Hey, my hand is not lowering, Chairperson. Can you ask them to lower my hand? I not, I'm not sure because my hand is a black hand there. No, no, you're welcome. Welcome. <laughs> The table will lower all the hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. The table will submit the results. Thank you. The results are as follows. In favor, 34. Sorry, against. on a point of order, Chair. Sorry. Um, this is now the fourth time that it happens to me. As soon as we, as they clear the hands, they cut me off. Um, so I'm voting against the, the, the um, 
the budget. Please see that my hand is, is at the right place. Okay. Thank In you. favor, 34 against 21. Abstention is zero. Then uh, it's agreed to. Thank you. Uh, we now move straight to the next one. Uh, I now put vote uh, 29. Uh, that's uh, agriculture, land reform, and rural development. I've been informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. Uh, the declaration is strictly three minutes, honorable members. Be very alert on that one. For the DA, it's Honorable Smith. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Am I audible? Very audible. Thank you very much. Um, Honorable Chair, we have a farming community who are, who are resilient, innovative, and who have endurance of steel in this country. But our farmers are feeling anxious, deserted, and underappreciated. I can only imagine how afraid they must feel when they see in the news another neighbor, friend, or even family member that has been brutally attacked and murdered on a farm. Having to fear for your family every single day while struggling to navigate for survival in a country where uh, a farmer is not appreciated and even labeled as an enemy. The truth is they are an easy target and this government is unable to protect them. And in some instances, I even question their motives as it can come across as deliberately failing our farming community. I want to tell our farming community out there, whether commercial, upcoming or subsistence farming, don't despair. A DA-led government is awaiting us in 2024. Your contribution to this country and its people will be appreciated once again. And you will be supported and protected by your government under the DA. We as the DA cannot support this failing and shrinking budget. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Smith. Uh, EFF, it's Honorable Arnold. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, the Economic Freedom Fighters rejects the budget vote of the Department of Agriculture, Land Reform, and Rural Development. We once again reject the department, which has poverty er eradication as one of its priorities. Yet, this goal is yet to be realized because the ANC-led government is not serious when it comes to delivering on their promises and has not put in place any tangible plans for its realization. Today in our country, the poor and the landless continue to suffer more with no access to sufficient, safe and nutritious food. The department has failed to build and support fresh produce markets for access by small-scale fruit producers. Conditions of farm workers under white farm owners have worsened, especially in the Western Cape. Farm workers are still worse off than any other sector 
of the economy. Most workers receive low wages, poor housing facilities, and health indicators are substandard. Farm workers remain marginalized and in a vulnerable position exposed to human rights violations and abuse. Now, as the EFF, we reject this report and the failure of an ANC corrupt government which is only known for looting and stealing from the poor. Thank you. Thank you, FF Plus. It's Honorable Detroit. Thank you, Akbar, Voorzitter. Food security is a talking point on the local and, inter- and uh, international front. Government should stop focusing on race, especially when it comes to food security and safety. I inquired from National Treasury on the number of initiatives that there are to assist commercial farmers in the current financial and environmental circumstances. <clears throat> the answer was that National Treasury must operate according to government's uh, NDP and its ideologies. Assistance is given to, up, uh, to upcoming farmers. The court in Iran first is that fiele initiative a new parallel ontwikkelingsinitiatieve waar commerciële boer ook daarbij baat nie. Ongelukkig speelt clear a rol. Jay, I'm aware that the land bank falls under public enterprises, but the land bank used to play an integral role in developing the agricultural sector. The current state of affairs is that land bank uh, could be on the same trajectory as the SAA, appointing new boards, sticking to an ideolo- uh, ideological approaches that result in further financial distress for the bank as the customer. The bank turned away up to 50% of its paying customers due to financial constraints as a result of race-based approaches, and it will uh, be assisted with another 5 billion rand allocation. Voorzitter, die regering moet aandag skenk om die huidige boere te ondersteun. Inzetkostes, soos die prijs van brandstof en kismis, sal dringend verlaag moet word om volhoubare kwaliteitsprodukte te lever en werksverliese te verminder of te voorkom en ook om voedselprijse bekostigbaar te. Dit is geboekstaaf dat die Vrijheidsfront plus op meer as een geleentheid een beroep op die regering gedoen het om te verseker dat boere en al gesinne en werkers juist beskerm moet word. Ten spuite van die onlangse reen in dele van Zuid-Afrika benodig heel wat van die boere steeds op na afloop van die onlangse reen oor stromings en droogte. Hierdie is onvoldoende bevondsing wat beskikbaar gestel is vir belangrike kwesties, voorzitter. Protecting a farming community and then you protect the country. Thank you, Fuster. Thank you, ANC. It's Honorable Modise. Thank you very much, House Chair. And good afternoon, House Chair. The ANC support vote 29 as one of the physical instruments that government uses to finance of policy objective on agriculture, land reform, and uh, rural development. The ANC is very much aware of an agent need to help grow and burden economy for inclusive participation and ownership. The disposals of land from black majority, Africans in particular, is one of the causes of poverty, unemployment, and inequality in our society. In order to ensure that we adequate to do away with the legacy of colonialism and apartheid, 
The ANC will continue to ensure that the land is redistributed to those who work on it. The land beneficiary selection policy will not only ensure that the priority of inland allocation is geared towards women, youth, and people living with disability, but will equally ensure that allocation land is put to produce use as does contribute to our national food security. It is worth noting that, among other things, one of the reasons why certain claims are made by the Democratic Alliance and Freedom Plus, FF Plus, is because they know that some of our local farmers are hoarding food, such as many farmers in Free State, and influenced by economies on scale within the sector. In order to dismantle agriculture monopolies, this vote will provide support to emerging commercial farmers by ensuring that land is made available to them. We know that most of our emerging farmers do not have access to land, and many cannot be accommodated at the municipality communities. Honorable Chairperson, this vote will see the finalization of the agriculture and agro process master plan, as well as the hem of the carnivores master plan, and see the, uh, the policy initiative meant to unlock, grow, and unleash our agricultural productive potential to create the much needed job opportunity as the sector in the labor intensive. In conclusion, Honorable House Chair, there are no valid reason, therefore no reason uh, permits for members of the House to object this progressive uh, vote 29 for the land reform, agriculture and rural development. We have an, an electoral mandate and responsibility as the Thank you ensure the development needs of all South Africans and are meant to the interest of an advance. The ANC support the vote, Honorable House Chair. Thank you, Honorable Modise. I've further been informed that the DA wishes to call for a division. Is, there, is the division supported by four delegates? Perhaps it's it. Thank you. The division has been called. I will allow the 15-second window to delegates who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. Okay. <coughs> we now proceed to the voting on the question. And the question is that the vote be agreed to. Delegates who vote in favor should please raise their hands and you please keep your hands raised. Honorable Chairperson, Lindu Pipi, 
vote in favor from KZN. Thank you. Thank you. Nakanyan from Limpopo, vote in favor, Honorable Chair. Thank you. Tabete from Pumalanga, voting in favor. Thank you. Honorable Jadu, vote in favor. Thank you. Uh, Honorable Camillo Benjamin, she hasn't said a thing. Oh, uh, Honorable Hot Chocolate, please. Thank you. The count is complete. If you want me to, Honorable Chair, I will say the Honorable table Benjamin will from lower the Eastern Cape Report. To prepare for the next vote. Thank you. Delegates who vote against should please raise their hands. Thank you. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. The table will submit. The results. The results are as follows. In favor, 36. Against, 21. Abstention, 0. So the vote is agreed to. Thank you. Uh, I now put vote 30, communication and digital technologies. The vote is agreed to the objection of DA, EFF, and FF plus are noted. I now put vote 31, employment and labor. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of votes in terms of rule 78. DA, it's Honorable Boshoff. Honorable Boshoff. Thank you very much, Honorable House Chair. South Africa's economy is producing jobless growth, and given the economic growth projections, it is forecasted that the highest unemployment rate in the world will see another increase in the medium term. Moreover, with inflation set to increase over the coming months, higher living costs together with limited job opportunities, will be detrimental to South Africans in general and low-income households in particular. <clears throat> Under the expanded definition, which includes discouraged job seekers, the unemployment rate declined to 46.2% from 46.6%. But you know things are pretty bad when this is good news. Unemployment has a negative impact on consumption, savings, and investment, bringing about a nation that is at wit's end, as unemployment means hardship and starvation. Therefore, we must ask, is the ANC the right party to reduce the catastrophic levels of unemployment, to which 
The answer is an emphatic no. Minister, you must admit that the country is in a crisis and a different approach to economic growth is needed. The ANC comes up with economic reforms to revive the economy, but these reforms have not shown up in any data. Your plans for economic recovery are completely misplaced. We do not need to see bills like the Employment Equity Amendment Bill being enacted, as this will exacerbate the unemployment and poverty calamities. It seems to be a question of three steps forward and four steps back. We need to see these appalling economic policies removed and replaced with workable policies, which will enable business to grow and getting investors to flock to South Africa to stunt the skyrocketing unemployment rate. The Democratic Alliance objects. Thank you very much, House Chair. Thank you, Honorable Boshoff, EFF. It's Honorable Apleni. Honorable Apleni. Now we don't have declaration for this one, House Chair. Thank you, Honorable Zandamela. FF Plus, it's Honorable Dutoit. Thank you, Akbara Voorzitter. The ANC's goal of achieving economic transformation by the year 2030 will not be achieved and their goals and objectives needs to be relooked. We do have the human capital in South Africa to let the economy thrive, but race-based policies and regulations just needs to be scrapped as soon as possible. The unemployment rate is at an all-time high, currently stands at 34.5%, and the youth unemployment rate in the Northwest province stands at a staggering 70%. That's 7 zero. Statis A confirmed that uh, the quarterly labor force survey found that in the first quarter of 2022, unemployment rate for those aged between 15 and 24 years of age was 63%. It translates to about three out of 10 people. Voorzitter, the fact that the huidige onderwijsstelsel veel te wensen nalaat draad bij tot law and dieningsnemings cijfers. Die oorzaak van werkloosheid strek veel verder as slechts die uitdagende ekonomies omgeving waar ons ons onszelf bevind. En die kwaliteit en kundigheid van leerders en studenten speel ook een rol. Ons moet nie na begrotings en silos kyk nie, want dit vat hande met mekaar. Werkgevers kan weens die hoë inzetkoste nie noodwendig bekostig om enige verliese te hee weens onbekwame persone sonder enige werksondervinding nie. Die uitdagings is dat die werkgevers hierdie kandidaten geleendheid moet gee om alvaardighede te ontwikkel, ondervinding op te doen en terug te ploeg in die bezigheid. Ek benadruk dit weer eens dat geen aanstelling op een ander evaluatie as merite mag plaasvind nie. Die regeringshuidige werkskeppingsprojekte help nie net wenig om vaardighede te ontwikkel nie, maar is eerder tydelike werkers in dienst te neem met die troos van vergoeding sonder dat hul kundigheid bevorder word. Rijspijs policies must be scrapped to enable the economy to grow. The Freedom Front Plus cannot support this vote. Thank you. Thank you, ANC. It's Honorable Modise. It's Honorable Khai, sorry. Honorable Khai. Thank you very much, uh, uh, Honorable Chepesi. Um, the budget of the Department of Employment and Labor has increased uh, from 3.8 to 1 billion in 2021-2022 to 3.95 billion in 2022-2023 financial year. One of the most important entities of the department 
the CCMA recorded its highest number in large-scale retrenchments in the 2020-2021 financial year, which represented an increase of 54% from 729 to 1,124. Indeed, we accept that there were tremendous difficulties faced by many companies during the various stages of national lockdown. However, there's evidence that some reckless employers tend to see retrenchment of workers as an option of first resort rather than last. These are people who find a home in the DA and the Freedom Front Plus. The CCMA has been weakened by budget cuts. In spite of this, the CCMA remains an instrument available to social partners that is capable of working beyond its mandate in resolving labor disputes. For this reason, it must be allocated sufficient resources. Some employers in South Africa are exploiting the lack of clearly articulated policy framework in the management of labor migration. What these employers are doing generates anger among South Africans who are jobless. We are pleased that the department is developing the national labor migration policy. We see this as an intervention to address the inadequacy of existing policy framework. It will help in provinces like Mpumalanga and KwaZulu-Natal, where tensions are running high, especially in coal mining cooperation and farms. In this light of populist mobilization targeting foreign nationals, we call on the department's inspection and enforcement services to continue its mega blitz inspection targeting the hospitality and agricultural sectors where these problems are most prevalent. The inspectorate must test compliance on the National Minimum Wage Act, the Occupational Health and Safety Act, Basic Conditions of Employment Act, Unemployment Insurance Act, and COIDA. This approach must also serve to advise, educate, and provide technical information and support to both workers and employers about the services offered by the inspectorate. The Department of Home Affairs and the SAPS must form part of the inspection to ensure that as many companies as possible are fully inspected for their compliance with our national laws. The African National Congress support this uh, budget work. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Honorable Hai. I've been informed that the DA wishes to call for a division. Is the division supported by four members? Smith. Thank you. Division have been called. I'll now allow 15 second window to delegate to outside the virtual platform to join the house. We now proceed to the voting on the question, and the question is that the vote be agreed to. Delegates who vote in favor should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. Chairperson Lindu BB from KZ10 in Chairperson Jinjado vote in favor. Thank you. from Limpopo vote in favor. Thank you. Thank you. The count is complete. 
the table will lower all hands. Vote in favor. Thank you, Honorable Tabete. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Uh, delegates uh, who vote against should please raise their hands. Thank you. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. The table will submit the results. The results are as follows. In favor, 34. Against, 20. Abstain, it's zero. The vote is agreed to. Thank you. Uh, we now move to vote 32. I put vote 32, forestry, fisheries, and environment. I've informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of rule 78. EFF, it's honorable or not? Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Chairperson, we rejected this uh, budget vote when it was uh, debated earlier. And we feel the need to state our position on the uselessness of this department. We reject this, this budget as corruption in the Department of Environment, Forestry and Fisheries and entities under the minister's management continues on a daily basis. The massive irregular expenditure, wasteful and fruitless expenditure, flouting of supply chain management legislation and overpayment of invoices remains a problem. The country is bleeding from corruption and the poor is suffering the most under the government. Taxpayers' money is not spent in a responsible manner. Under the Department of Environment, Forestry and Fisheries, communities staying in and around forest and natural resources are not benefiting at all. Small-scale fishers, that are in need of environmental justice are not enjoying the benefits of South Africa's resources. Small-scale fishers from the Western Cape, Northern Cape, Eastern Cape, and KwaZulu-Natal face numerous challenges in applying and accessing fishing permits. And their livelihoods stand under serious attack as many struggle to feed their families. The minister's failure to oversee the resources of South Africa effectively and responsibly will go down in the history books of this country. We reject this budget and we condemn the ANC for taking the country backwards. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you. ANC, it's Honorable Modise.
Thank you very much, Honorable House Chairperson. The ANC rightly supports vote, uh, vote 32 for the Department of Forestry, Fishery, and Environment. This vote will see the tabling of climate change bill and pieces of legislation will ensure the implementation of a comparative legislation framework around climate change with mitigation, adoption, adaptation, measure to be adhered by the provincial and local government. Through the implementation of climate change response by provincial and local municipality within a national adaptation strategy and plan. And these will include assessment of country vulnerability to climate change and related sector as cross-sectoral and geographic level. We are content with the allocation of the resources to Sun Park and we are hereby put the emphasis on the importance contribution in our national parks to make towards the growth of, a, of the economy. It is contrib- contribution to tourism and conservation and protection of our environment. We are concerned about the number of domestic black visits to our national parks and this is important to ensure that all South Africans alike have equal access to our natural habits and environment. The vote understand the concept of a sustainable and use and exploit uh, exploitation of our natural nat- natural resource such as mine, uh, marine living resource and will allocate of fishing rice to a small scale fisheries. And we, we take note that fishing, fishing rights allocation process is transformative policy within the fishery sector. We acknowledge that a lot of progress has been made in terms of a forestry branch. And we have called upon the department to ensure the speed transfer of forestry and forestry land to rural community in order to better their livelihoods. In conclusion, Honorable House Chairperson, as the ANC will call upon the city of Cape Town to reasonable adhere to the heads of agreement with Sun Parks and ensure the transfer of all land under agreement for the inclusive benefit all of South Africans as South Africans belong to all who live in it, and including the Table Mountain. Thank you very much, uh, House Chair. Thank you. The vote is agreed to. The objections of DA, EFF, and FF Plus are noted. I put vote 33, human segments. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. EFF, it's Honorable Zandamela. Honorable Zandamela. 
I'm pleading to be more alert, my brother. Please, I am a late house chair. Yeah, do your declaration. Oh, no, Come thanks, sir. Uh, no, thanks, uh, house chair. The EFF rejects the budget vote for human settlement. House chair would reject the budget of a department which gives poor quality houses, housing to our people. This department, this department is known for nothing but poor workmanship incompetence and lack of ethics, which contributes towards providing the poor with substandard houses. Underlying this is the fact that the victims of this injustice are mostly the invisible, whose voices hardly find expression in mainstream media and other news avenues. Year after year, houses in the Western Cape get flooded during periods of heavy and heavy rainfall. These are places where children and people with disability live, places where no human being should live. In Guazulu Natal and elsewhere in the country, our people are struggling to deal with natural disasters because the government has not provided secured uh, homes for them. Till today, the House Chair, the Department has failed to tell us what exactly is their intervention in Guazulu Natal following the devastating floods in that area. There also exists a serious demand and plea from communities to make land available with service stands where people who, who can afford to build for themselves, not these one-room uh, RDP houses. But our people will not realize that dream because friends and comrades of the ministers and MECs are the ones being awarded tenders to build RDP houses, health service stands is not yet an option in the ANC led government. Thank you, House Chair. Thank you. IFP, it's Honorable Hatebe. Honorable Chairperson, this government continues to fail dismally in the provision of access to adequate houses for those in need. The right to housing additionally enshrines the right to dignity and to basic services such as water, electricity, and sanitation. The application process has been plagued by corruption and fraud, and it's again, it's again the most vulnerable in our society, the elderly, children, and people with disabilities who suffer the most. According to the Development Action Group, the national housing backlog currently sits at an estimated 2.6 million and close to 12 million people are awaiting decent accommodation. In the Western Cape alone, more than 600,000 people are currently on the waiting list for housing. This shocking reality cannot be ignored. I must reiterate the IFP's most serious concerns surrounding the issue of blocked projects. It is furthermore illogical that no indicators, budget, or timeframes are linked to the department's three-year plan to unblock these projects. This uh, critical failure reflects poorly on the department's attention to urgently attend to these projects. Digitization of housing beneficiaries missed and the issues 
and the issue of title deeds remain another serious concern. Tepes in our most vulnerable, the elderly and child-headed households must be prioritized as beneficiaries in housing allocation. The department has most sacred duty in this regard. With these concerns, the IFP supports the vote. I thank you, Honorable Chepes. Thank you, Honorable Hatebe. ANC, it's Honorable Jojovu. Thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, I rise to support the budget and the vote itself because as the ANC, we understand that housing remains a biggest challenge that is facing our country, that our country remains living in poor and squalor conditions, that after 28 years, there's still a long way to go to ameliorate the situation that our people find themselves in. And it is for that reason, and that reason, Honorable Chairperson, that we must support the endeavors and the efforts of the department to ameliorate this situation to ensure that our people have got access to affordable houses, that our people have got access to subsidies that must enable them to have roof over their heads, that our people have titled these, but in addition to that, that they have a land tenure system that will ensure that they promote investment where they live. As the ANC, we understand that this can be only achieved when there is coordination between all sectors of our society, both private and public sector. But at the same time, all spheres of government at local government level, at provincial government level and national government level, working together in unison, to ensure that we achieve these particular objectives. As the ANC, we know that uh, this road is very, very long. It needs us to be patient. It needs us to collaborate with our people and continue to build houses because over the 28 years, despite what other parties are saying, the ANC has made an indelible contribution in terms of making sure that it houses the people, in terms of making sure that people have got access to water where they live, and we salute this particular endeavor of the ANC. And we are saying our government must continue along this particular lines. It must accelerate the process of ensuring that at the end of the day, people have got, uh, have got houses. And these other ones will continue to complain they will continue to close their eyes and plug their ears and not understand and not see that the agency is doing its level best to house our people. And on that score, honorable chairperson, as I indicated, we salute this budget, we support it, and we say to the minister, work very hard, coordinate with all the sectors so that all of us must succeed. Thank you very much, honorable chairperson. Thank you, honorable Todovu. The vote is agreed to. The objections of DA and EFF are noted. I now put vote 34, Mineral Resources and Energy. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. For DA, it's Honorable Smith. There is no edge. <laughs> Thank you, Chair. Uh, you got it right now after second term. <laughs> Honorable Chair, uh, South Africa has the most amazing people who can joke even in the darkest of situations. 
South Africans are extremely patient and accommodating. The potential of this nation is endless with the, uh, with the diversity of people who have different views and have, uh, um, have this inherent uh, uh, creativity and innovation. However, we must acknowledge the frustration and irritation with the constant electricity blackouts that disrupt their lives, their work, their businesses, and even studies. We can only imagine how uh, demoralized they must feel when they struggle to make ends meet or just survive. To be hit in the face with a petrol price now passing 25 rand, looming towards 30 rand per liter. Taxi fares are going up. Food has become unaffordable and keep rising. All South Africans want is the ability to live a peaceful life, getting home where the lights are on, able to make some food that was affordable and in line with their, with their income. Is that too much to ask from this government? The DA will place ordinary South Africans first and ensure affordable energy security as a baseline for economic growth and a job renaissance. 2024 is around the corner. The DA cannot support this oppressive budget. I thank you. Thank you. Honorable Smith. Uh, ANC, it's Honorable Bibi. Mama. Thank you very much, Baba. Uh, Honorable Chairperson, the African National Congress supports budget vote report of the Department of Resources and Energy. This budget vote will advance priority intervention of the economic reconstruction and recovery plan, including amongst other the, the restructured electricity sector and transitional regulatory arrangements required to make this possible. For instance, Honorable Chairperson, the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy and within the economic uh, reconstruction and recovery plans priority intervention of support uh, the electricity industry reforms to achieve energy security and tabled the electricity amendment bill and the electricity uh, pricing policy to establish dynamic and competitive electricity market in the country. These amendments will certainly provide greater certainty to market participants, uh, thereby increasing investments in the generation capacity from the independent power producers, which is necessary to uh, offset the growing energy uh, demand, as well as allow municipalities to procure electricity directly from the independent power producers. Honorable Chairperson, the budget vote is geared towards ensuring that mining in a, in a sunrise rather than sunset industry, uh, to be franker, the department will improve the turnaround time of mining permits rights and licenses through the procurement of the new ICT infrastructure and system. 
More importantly, the fast striking of the mining permits, rights, and licenses will accelerate radical transformation and mineral beneficiations in the mining industry so that the industry can be reflective um, of South Africa uh, demographics. Furthermore, Chairperson, the turnaround time of mining uh, permits, rights, and licensing will, of course, incentivize investors to invest in the exploration of the newly discovered mineral resources considered critically in the transition towards the green economy. And this, in turn, will create more jobs opportunities in many communities in the former Bantuism provinces like Northwest, Impumalanga, and Lipopo. Um, Furthermore, as you, uh, as you conclude, yes, as I conclude, Chairperson, um, the Select Committee will continue monitoring the work of the department to ensure that the policy priorities of the ANC led government are realized, Chairperson. I thank you. Thank you, Mama. I've been informed that the DA wishes to call for a division. <laughs> Is the division supported by four delegates? Honorable Lavaskarni. Yaku Lonche. I have Smith. Also. Division have been called. I will now allow a 15-second window to delegates who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. We now proceed to the voting on the question. And the question is that the vote be agreed to. Delegates who vote in favor uh, should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. Thank you, Chairperson. Lindre PP from KZN, vote in favor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Lekhanyan from Limpopo, vote in favor. Thank you. Thank you, Chair. Honorable Jadu, vote in favor. Thank you. Thank you. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegate who vote against should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who are free should please raise their hands. Honorable Chair, Honorable Taylor from KZN. I don't know if my vote was counted for, for four. No, now we're dealing with abstention. Honorable members, be very alert, all of you. <laughs> I am alert, Chair. <laughs> Thank you. The vote is now closed. The table will submit the results.
The results are as follows. In favor, 34. Against, 21. Abstain, 0. The vote is agreed to. We now, honorable members, move straight to vote 35. Uh, science and innovation. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA and EFF are noted. Honorable members, I now put vote 36. Small business development. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of rule 78. For EFF, it's Honorable Lutuli. Honorable Lutuli. Three, two, one. We reject with no no declaration. Okay, there's no declaration. Uh, ANC, no declaration. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF Plus are noted. Uh, I now put vote 37, sports, arts, and culture. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 78. EFF, it's Honorable Lohihi. Honorable Lehihi? Uh, Chairperson, uh, it's Honorable Lutuli. I'll take it. With my permission, you can take it. <laughs> Thank you Honorable so much. Lutuli. Thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, the Economic Freedom Fighters rejects the budget for sports, arts, and culture. We reject the budget of the department, which failed to protect its artists ju- during the COVID-19 period and its restriction, even when it promised them some assistance. This, this department will always be known as a department which deprived artists opportunities of putting food on the table. Stadium closed for a whole two years, and most of our artists lost their means of income and a lot more. At Chaperson today, many creatives uh, stand to lose their homes because they have been unable to make a living over the past couple of years. The department has not lifted a finger to assist. Instead, Chaperson, the budget was that was allocated to assist them was looted and never achieved what it was meant to achieve. Chaperson, the sports, Chaperson in sports, there has been no um, coherent uh, programs of sport development led and coordinated by the department across all sporting codes dominated by African people. Football is still led by the corrupt Danny Jordans, who has not initiated a single development uh, program in the country. We therefore reject this budget as it does not develop the sports and the arts in any way and instead poses a way for a ruling party to once again misuse and abuse funds. I thank you. Thank you, Honorable Tuli. ANC, it's Honorable Gillian. Thank you, Chairperson. Building a nation is a bedrock our democratic South Africa was founded on. 
which espouses our shared values as espoused in the Constitution. The Department has an important role to play in ensuring that the identities of all South Africans are recognized and embraced as part of the diversity that defines a vision of a national democratic South Africa. The heritage landscape has a symbolic value and the cultural dominance in the heritage landscape requires the department to implement programs that transform our spaces and forge social cohesion through the inclusion, I'm sorry, Chair, through the inclusion of marginalized identities and history. In relation to sports, we have continuously observed the level of inequality between men's sports and women's sports. This is worsened by the commercialization of sports, which supports male sports more. The lack of sporting facilities in rural and underdeveloped areas is another factor, depriving many South Africans to grow participation in various sports at a competitive level and at the recreational level. The social such as a health benefit and economic benefit of a sports active nation are good and should be harnessed through these programs of this vote. Digital innovations have created new economic opportunities for creative artists in the art and culture. We need to support our artists through our cultural diplomacy efforts and to support their development. Another critical area in this budget is the creative and cultural economy, which makes a critical contribution in job creation. The trade aspect, the trade aspect of the creative and culture aspects of the sector requires focus and transformation to offer the world the diversity of our nation and to ensure equitable economic... Sorry, Chairperson. As you conclude. As I conclude, Chairperson. The African National Congress support budget for 37 of sports, arts and culture so that it continues to play its role to develop, preserve, protect and promote sports, arts, culture and heritage. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Gillian. The vote is agreed to. The objections of DA, EFF and FF Plus are noted. I now put vote 38, Tourism. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 7-8. EFF, it's Honorable Apleni. Thank you, Chairperson. I'll take it uh, on behalf of Honorable Aplenis, Honorable Matevula. Honorable Matevula. <laughs> Chairperson, the economic freedom fighters reject the budget vote of tourism. We know that COVID has a huge impact on this sector. But what this period demonstrated is the inability for the leadership of the sector to reimagine tourism during times of global difficulties such as the period we are now emerging from. There is no leadership in this department. The department has failed to even meet their own targets for the first and the second quarter of this financial year. The tourism 
recovery plan offers nothing of substance other than giving terms grant to an un- undefined category of employees. The, de- the department merely spent 19% of its budget for destination development during this period. Despite the great need for diversifying our tourist value proposition in the country. They achieved eight of their 19 targets for tourism sector support. It is difficult for to understand why this happened because the entire tourism sector is on its knees as a result of COVID. The Tourism Equity Fund has been embroiled in court shenanigans because of the challenges from racists who are fighting the prioritization of black people to benefit from the fund. We do not not know why the department has not appealed this decision of the Supreme Court of Appeals in the Constitutional Court as the EFF will reject this budget vote. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Tebula. ANC, it's Honorable Khai. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair. Uh, Over the last two years, we have all witnessed and watched the tourism sector bear the brand of COVID-19, the 2021 July unrest, and the recent floods in KZN, Eastern Cape, and Northwest have set our country back by a mile. While these events might help prove how susceptible the tourism sector is to natural disaster and pandemics. They have also shown us that tourism remains one of the most resilient sectors of our economy. South Africans love to travel, and people of the world are amazed at what our country offers. The sector is showing signs of recovery, and this is evidenced by increase in income, in almost all categories of accommodation, food and beverages, as well as transport. The tourism sector recovery plan has provided firm basis for this recovery, and we believe that the budget allocation of 7.6 billion rand in the medium term will enhance the work of the department and its entity towards a sustainable and more inclusive tourism sector for a better life for all and the betterment of the lives of many women, young people, and persons with disabilities who look to this sector for their economic emancipation. Honorable members, unemployment in our country has reached crisis levels. Therefore, it is incumbent on all three spheres of government to channel their resources towards projects that will provide job opportunities for our people. We must welcome initiatives such as the one of the KZN, Department of Economic Tourism and Environmental Affairs, which has allocated 1.7 million rands in in grant funding to Guadubuza municipality. The municipality was the first runner-up to the KZN ETT 2021-2022 Natural Resource Management Municipality Competition for Mavivane Transformative Revinite Management Program. This project will demonstrate the important ecological, social, and economic benefits of rehabilitating river catchment 
in shielding the municipality, vulnerable citizens, and businesses from escalating disaster risk and costs associated with climate change. We are encouraged that through this project, new ways to mitigate climate change. As you conclude. New ways to uh, mitigate change disasters will uh, will be discovered while in the process more than 300 people gain employment. For this reason and more, we support the budget for 38 tourism. Thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Chai. The vote is agreed to. The objections of DA, EFF, and FF Plus are noted. I now put vote 39, trade, industry, and competition. I will inform that the following parties would like to make declaration of votes in terms of Rule 78. EFF, it's Honorable Apleni. Thank you very much, Chairperson. I will take it on behalf of Honorable Apleni. Okay, Honorable Matevula, you can continue. Chairperson. Chairperson, the Economic Freedom Fighters reject the budget vote of trade, industry, and competition. We reject this budget because nothing tangible has ever come from this department, which is continuously in a planning phase with a series of task teams that continue to research the reports compiled by them. Instead of finding a solution to these challenges faced, this department continued to adopt neoliberal policies that cannot create jobs and stimulate economic growth. The department has allowed South Africans to be the dumping ground of low-grade goods. International trade policies still allow goods that could be manufactured locally, such as chicken, to be imported. The department fails to support small-scale sugarcane farmers by inquiring a mining machine. This indicates that the department lacks the understanding that through small-scale farming, massive jobs can be created. We reject this budget as it does not contribute to job creation in a population where the youth remain unemployed. We reject this, uh, this budget, which has no aims of development, improve, improve social equity and empower, empowerment. It must be put on record that as long as the government does not own means of production, such as land and minerals, and nationalize the banks, to be able to finance projects for the general masses of our people. The economy of this country will remain in the hands of the white people and it will not grow. The EFF reject this budget vote. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, ANC. It's Honorable Dango, Ambassador. I am not asleep, Chairperson. Before I conclude, uh, Chairperson, I would rise to welcome the three-pronged approach to addressing the challenges facing the country as articulated in Vote 39 of the Department and the Ministry. The focus on industrialization, transformation, and building a capable and ethical developmental state is key to unlocking the potential of the SA economy. The approach of integrating the work of all three spheres of government through the district development model strengthens the capability of government to achieve its strategic objectives. The emphasis on developing and providing support to special economic zones and revitalization of industrial parks are key 
components of the ANC-led government's approach to develop local, regional, and rural economies. The success of the special economic zones like the Tuani Automotive SEZ ought to be replicated in particularly the rural and undeveloped provinces such as the Northern Cape, Eastern Cape, and Northwest, amongst others. We welcome the approach taken by the Ministry and the DTIC to intensify support for these provinces. It is from these underdeveloped provinces that will have black industrialists emerge, will create the necessary jobs for the millions of unemployed people. This will structurally transform our economy to increase black women and youth participation in the mainstream economy. The budget further supports the success of the reemergent industrial strategy, which is strengthened to achieving the objectives of reducing unemployment, poverty, and inequality, focusing on a central master plan in the development of globally competitive industries. These master plans are part of a concerted effort with the private sector to reinvest in the economy and create opportunities for SMMEs to participate in the productive sectors of our economy. Some opposition parties in parliament are rejecting this bill. They prefer that our country should remain underdeveloped, poor and poverty-stricken and grossly unequal. They want the vast majority of South Africans to participate in the mainstream economy through the provision of labor. These opposition parties are unpatriotic and unsympathetic to the poorest of the poor. Those of us who are sent here by the poor and the working class will not waver in the face of all these challenges. We will continue to struggle towards the transformation of our society for the benefit of all. And in conclusion, I want to now thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Tango. Thank you, Honorable Ambassador. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, EFF, and FF Plus are noted. I now put vote for the transport. I've informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 7-8. EFF, it's Honorable Aplin. Or oh, it's Honorable Matevula again. Honorable Aplin? No, thanks, Chair. We don't, have, we don't have a declaration on this one. Oh, there's no declaration. Uh, ANC, no declaration. DA, no declaration. The vote is agreed to. The objection of DA, IFP, EFF, FF Plus are noted. Honorable members, I now put vote 41, water and sanitation. I've informed that the following parties would like to make declaration of vote in terms of Rule 7-8. DA, it's Honorable Fessel. Honorable Fessel? Thank you, Honorable Chair. Um, water is life. This, this isn't a slogan reserved for environmentalists. It's a basic requirement to sustain all life and a needed commodity in a developmental state. Without water, my mankind and plant kind will quickly become extinct. 
We cannot undo the damage already done by bad governance caused by unaccountable leaders prioritizing cadre appointments in key positions and allowing fraud and corruption to become endemic in every aspect of Department of Water and Sanitation's management and administration, leaving many communities still without water and without sanitation. The department destroyed our streams, estuaries, rivers and dams, damaged our environments and is subjecting our communities to disease and an undignified life without enforcing legislation applicable in the, in the Water and NEMA Acts. Water pollution is not just harmful, it is deadly. Mahatma Gandhi said, and I quote, the earth, the air, the land, and the water are not an inheritance from our forefathers, but on loan from our children. So we have to hand over to them, at least as it, as it was handed over to us. A close quote. Annually, budgets are presented with promises to develop infrastructure to improve the quality of life of South Africans, providing them with imaginable hope. But year after year, their hopes for a better and dignified life evaporates. The voice of the people begs to be answered. How can we trust you with any budget? We need water. The Democratic Alliance objects to Budget Vote 41. I thank you. Thank you. EFF, it's Honorable Zandamela. No, thanks, House Chair. We, the EFF rejects this budget vote when it was debated earlier. And uh, we feel the need to re-emphasize our position on the uselessness of this department. The department has failed to build water infrastructure capable of, uh, of meeting the water demands of our growing economy. People of Guiane, Dr. J.S. Moroka, Tembisilehan, and Bushpark Ridge have been without water for years, despite the investments made in that part of the country by the department. We also bemoan the fact that the water boards that have been used as playgrounds for the ruling party, party's patronage politics, and which have been factories for producing the most corrupt activities, must be revamped and refocus towards building water infrastructure and delivering water services. Pollution of our river systems, spillages of effluent, uh, dysfunctional water, uh, uh, water waste treatments works, and uh, water treatment plants are daily occurrences in different parts of the country. Today, there are still thousands of people in Wazulu-Natal without reliable access to water, after the devastating floods in that province. Two months later, there's no solution to that problem to, to make sure that people get water. Communities have resorted to getting their own water tanks because they have no water in the middle of this very cold winter. I thank you, uh, House Chair. Thank you, FF Plus. It's Honorable Dutoit. Chair, uh, I will handle this one on behalf of Honorable Dutoit. No problem. Thank you, Chair. Yeah, almost every single bulk water supply project since 2007 is either still not completed or was completed years after the plan. And in some cases, certain projects never even left the planning table. On the one hand, we hear that South Africa is a water scarce country. But on the other hand, for example, in the Mangoong Metro, 
admitting that the table in February this year that there was an average water loss of 46% of the total distributed. And this is due to dilapidated infrastructure. So, Jay, clearly this department isn't capable to provide the necessary infrastructure for the future when it can't even maintain the infrastructure that was inherited. <laughs> this while the most of South Africans still has no access to clean water in violation of the basic human rights. So this department under the AMC governance has failed to ensure that every person in South Africa can enjoy the basic human rights. So instead of blaming everything and everyone, from weather conditions to global warming or even the past, this department must rather get it up, get his house in order with qualified and honest staff and officials to do what they are paid to do, and that's to ensure water and sanitation for all. Jay, while the stench of raw sewage hangs over the whole of South Africa and the taps are empty in large parts of the country, this department cannot be trusted and this, and this budget cannot be supported. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Dubrain. I'll now invite uh, IFP Honorable Hatebe. Honorable Chairperson, the Department of Water and Sanitation has one of the most important mandates in our country to ensure the provision of safe, clean, and consistent running water to all communities. In fact, without water, there is no life. Unfortunately, Chairperson, Vast quantities of the country's water services are under stress, dilapidated, and insufficient. Our dependency on water does not lend itself to an unresponsive and slow response to the needs of our communities by government. It means that we are to be proactive and continually improve service delivery in this regard. One of the major challenges of late has been seen in the province of KwaZulu-Natal and parts of the Eastern Cape, where flood damage has exposed the inadequate attention to water infrastructure. However, KZN and the Eastern Cape are not the only affected provinces. In Gauteng, it is reported that water leaks due to poor infrastructure result in the loss of more than half of all water. This loss is estimated to sit at approximately 500 million in one municipality. In the Eastern Cape, specifically the Nelson Mandela Bay, it is reported that there is a consistent reduction in dam storage capacity of water. It is bringing about an imminent day zero where residents won't, won't be able to access any water. The truth of the matter is that there was no maintenance plan for water articulation infrastructure and implementation across the country. Short-term solutions only place a superficial band aid to the problem. We need a greater commitment from this department and, and aggressive strategic plans to address the water shortage over long-term projects. These projects must be informed by forward planning and exceed expected population demand. For example, in Guazulu Natal, there are losses of regulated water of about 54%. The Etewini Council estimates that a comprehensive plan to fix and upgrade the reticulation process which includes everything from pump system down to the pipes, require a budget of about 1 billion per year over a period of 10 years. Chairperson, this is only fixing the existing supply of water. We need to expand our water security far beyond what we need to immediately address to sufficiently any unexpected demand. But the job is not done at this point either. 
whilst we need to address our water losses and projected expansion plans, we need to unlock the potential of water being used as an income generating tool. The reality is that water is becoming a commodity around the world and the rich countries are seizing the opportunity to become major providers of water. Likewise, if we need, if we plan sufficiently and act with agency, we may be able to provide water solutions that drive business development, urbanization and food security. Bright future begins with clean water. The IFP supports the vote. I thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Hatebe. ANC, it's Honorable Njandu. Good afternoon, Chairperson. The ANC is in support of Budget Vote 41, Water and Sanitation. Honorable members, our, our responsibility in this House is to ensure that the Department undertakes its work according to the prescripts of the law of our country. Ours is to ensure that the Department realizes the rights to sufficient water and adequate sanitation by our people. We stand here today to commend Minister Mtunu for decisively intervening in Nelson Mandela Metropolitan Municipality, where the residents of the municipality are facing a possible day zero. Our country is water scarce. Therefore, we must encourage our people and businesses to take every reasonable step to conserve and use water economically. We welcome the initiatives by some local municipalities to decisively diversify their water sources to include groundwater. The department has announced in the budget vote that it will develop a regulation to guide municipalities in extraction of groundwater and management of groundwater use. Honorable members, we further acknowledge the policy intervention of the department to increase the, the storage capacity of our dams by raising dam wall, rising dam walls, uh, various parts of the uh, in various parts of the country. This initiative will not only result in water availability to communities, but also has the potential to stimulate economic growth through increased agricultural activity le- leading to job creation. The department has acknowledged that there are challenges in the various water service authorities, which are the coal face of providing quality drinking water and adequate sanitation infrastructure. The department has committed to giving the, the, the necessary support to water services authorities through various interventions, such as technical support and expanding its scope to support uh, uh, reticulation projects. The, the, lastly, Chairperson, the, co- the, the commitment by the department to ensure compliance with the blue and green drop program will go a long way to ensuring access to clean water and adequate sanitation. As the ANC, we declare our support for the budget vote 41. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Njandu. I've further been informed that the DA wishes to call for a division. Is the division supported by four delegates? Two. I still have two who are supporting. Let me have the others. 
Did you get your two chairperson? Thank you. Division have been called. I will now allow the 15 second window to delegate who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. Thank you. We now proceed to voting on the question. And the question is that the vote be agreed to. Delegates who vote in favor should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. Honorable Chair, Lakhajala from Limpopo, voting. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson. Lindway Bibi from Kaiser 10, vote in favor. Thank you, Mama. Honorable Chair, Honorable Tabete, Pumalanga, voting in favor. Thank you, Honorable Tabete. Honorable Chair, Honorable Jandu, vote in favor. Thank you, Honorable Jandu. The count is completed. Table will lower all the hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who vote against should please raise their hands. Please keep your hands raised. Honorable Chair. Yes. Honorable Nana votes in favor. Votes against. Thank you, or Nana. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who abstain should please raise their hands. The count is completed. The table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. The table will submit the results. The results are as follows. In favor, 33. Against, 20. Abstain, 0. Uh, the vote is agreed to. Honorable delegates, I now put the schedule. Are there any objection? The objection of DA, EFF, FF plus are noted. The schedule is agreed to. Honorable delegates, we'll now proceed to the sixth order. Consideration of the appropriation bill, B7-2022, uh, National Assembly, Section 77, and Report of Select Committee on Appropriation. I now call upon Honorable D.G. Mashangu, Chairperson of the Select Committee on Appropriation, to present the committee report. Honorable Mashangu, Chairperson of the Select Committee. Thank you, Honorable Honorable members. Yes. Honorable Chairperson, I'm honored and humbled to be given this uh, opportunity to table before this house 
a report on the appropriation bill B7 2022 on behalf of the Select Committee on Appropriations. The, com- the committee adopted the report while the DA, FF Plus, Economic um, Freedom Fighters rejected the report. Upon the tabling of the bill by the Minister of Finance on the 23rd of July, 2022, the committee received a thorough briefing on the 25th of uh, May, 2022, from FFC and PBO on the bill. Public hearings were conducted on the 31st of May, 2022, wherein the Equal Education, the Congress of South African Trade Unions, and the South African Institute of uh, Chartered Accountant, SAICA, uh, were, 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 were given an opportunity to make their presentation. Honorable Chaperson, having engaged on the process, the committee has made some uh, observation on the following issues and recommended on, on, on those issues. That the presidency should table its monitoring report to parliament on a quarterly basis detailing the performance and expenditure of the president, a presidential uh, employment initiative program. We believe that this will assist parliament to conduct oversight and closely monitor the implementation of the program and ensure that corrective actions are taken timely to ensure value for money. Honorable Chairperson, the cabinet, together with the uh, National Treasury, and provincial treasuries should put the process in place through appropriate intergovernmental relations channels to resolve the issue of national and provincial departments that owe municipalities, notwithstanding the fact that accounting officers are responsible for cash management and following treasury regulations to pay creditors within 30 days. A progress report should be tabled in in parliament by National Treasury in the next budget cycle. Honorable Chairperson and honorable members, we also recommended that the South African police services should put proper systems in place to ensure that the allocated budget of just more than 100 billion uh, rents for the 2022-23 financial year is spent effectively and value for money is achieved because we will follow the money. We also recommended that SAPs should expedite the process of con- uh, constructing the three new stations in Limpopo, the Northwest and uh, Northern Cape in the current financial year as per the commitment. Honorable Chairperson and members, the committee urges SAPs and the Department of Public Works and Infrastructure to address any issues related to unnecessary delays, project management, and lack of expenditure and performance. Most importantly, National Treasury should continue to engage with the two departments to ensure smooth implementation of infrastructure projects and improved infrastructure uh, patterns. Honorable Chairperson, Parliament will continue to monitor progress in this regard. We also recommended that um, the transferring 
officers of the Department of Human Settlement and Corporate Governance should expedite the process of requesting funding from the Provincial and Municipal Housing Emergency Grant and the Provincial and Municipal Disaster Response Grants, respectively, to be released by National Treasury to deal with the effect of the floods in KwaZulu-Natal and the Eastern Cape, as we've had the reports in the previous week. We also have made a recommendation uh, regarding our observation that the National Treasury should assist in expediting the process of the process to ensure that the 1 billion rands available through these grants is released to assist the affected communities. Parliament and the KwaZulu-Natal and the Eastern Cape um, provincial legislatures should continue to to monitor progress in this regard. Honorable Chairperson, the Competition Commission should expedite its research work related to uncompetitive behavior among the producers of agricultural inputs. We believe that this exercise could assist government in bringing stability to the prices of fertilizers and fuel. But most importantly, it will help to ensure that there is value for money for the 7 billion rands allocated for the Comprehensive Agricultural Support Program over the 2022-23 MTEF. Honorable Chairperson, the committee has also recommended that um, is is of the view that uh, maladministration, dysfunctionality, and failure to spend allocated funds effectively should not be allowed to continue at a national student uh, financial aid uh, scheme, NSFAS, and the National Treasury and the Department of Higher Education and Training, they should be able to monitor the situation closely and intervene where necessary to ensure that students from the poor working class are not disadvantaged by administrative inefficiencies. Honorable Chairperson, while the committee welcomes and appreciates the submissions made by civil society organization, it would like to encourage SAICA, COSATU, Equal Education, and any other organization to continue reaching out to various levels of government, including parliamentary sector committees, to ensure that there is follow-up on specific sector policy issues. Honorable Chair and Honorable Members, fellow South Africans, the Department of Basic Education should ensure that proper financial management system and plans are put in place for the 8.5 billion rands earmarked for the National uh, School Nutrition Program to ensure efficient spending. This should eliminate any poor expenditure and poor quality of nutrition being provided to learners. Moreover, the department should also monitor closely how food is being provided to learners and whether value for money is achieved in this regard. The Department of Health 
and the Mpumalanga Provincial Health Departments should expedite the investigation into the complaints that patients at Kwamhlanga Hospital are, are required to collect medicines from a pharmacy right next to the motion. Once the investigation is completed, the report should be shared with the committee. Parliament and the Mpumalanga Provincial Legislature should continue to monitor the progress made in this regard. Honorable Chairperson, whilst welcoming again the 2.7 billion rands earmarked for the Department of uh, Communications and Digital Te- Technologies, the, commun- the committee believes that this allocation is inadequate given that connectivity in rural areas remains a big problem, affecting schools and other important public institutions, including the functioning of rural businesses and communities. And that will include our good source. Honorable Chairperson, um, we also recommended that the Department of Corporate Governance should ensure that proper financial management system are put in place for the 111.6 billion rands earmarked for these votes. The department should ensure that the challenges facing municipalities, particularly those in financial distress, are addressed. The department should further ensure that the issues around national and provincial government departments or municipalities are addressed through the relevant channels, as well as the issue of municipalities owing ESCOM. Parliament will continue to monitor and raise questions on this matter if it remains unresolved. On my concluding remarks, Chairperson, please allow me to thank all committee members, irrespective of party, uh, party uh, affiliate, provincial committee members, committee stakeholders, media and general public, as well as committee support staff for the commitment they have shown. The committee recommends to the House that the bill be adopted without amendments. I thank you very much. Thank you, Honorable Chair. Thank you, Honorable DG Masangu. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Masangu. I now put the question. The question is that the bill be agreed to. Before we proceed to voting, I shall allow political parties the opportunity to make their declaration of vote in terms of Rule 7-8, if they so wish. We'll now allow 15 seconds to delegates who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. Oh, uh, we've got political parties for the three minutes. Uh, We've got uh, Honorable Ryder for the uh, uh, DA, Honorable Ryder, followed by Honorable Detroit, Honorable Ryder. Strictly three minutes. Mr. Chair, we once again are asked to approve a budget that has been set by the same poverty cabinet who have brought us to this point. The point where South Africa has record unemployment, rampant crime, poor education outcomes, failing local government, inadequate electrical supply, overcrowded prisons, an ill-equipped defense force, 
a demoralized and failed police service, a health system comprising burnt-down hospitals and overworked staff. I can go on to each department. Every measure that this government is responsible for shows inadequacy and failure. Fellow members, we have all agreed in our various committees over the last few months and in our debates over the past few weeks that key projects need additional funding. Yet, here is this executive budget giving us more of the same. The best confirmation of this is the substantial increase in appropriation to VIP protection, while ordinary South Africans are left to fend for themselves in increasingly desperate times as hunger and hopelessness take hold in a time of political instability. We are headed for another perfect storm, and yet the response is to stick to what has failed already, to double down and not revisit our spending. But it is no wonder when our president can afford to lose a few million US dollars in a robbery and not bother to report it, when our ministers are given wonderful houses and cars with security details to keep the ordinary people away from them. They are too out of touch with the realities on the ground. We were promised an infrastructure-led recovery. That is not what we see here in this budget. We see wastage. Rather than considering 100-meter flagpoles and fancy statues, let's build catalytic infrastructure that works for our people. Name a new infrastructure project after a stalwart if you want to honor them. Honorable members, we behave like victims of the budget when we have the power to influence it. Parliament must hold the executive to account. We can do so by rejecting this poverty cabinet's poverty-entrenching budget. The, the Democratic Alliance rejects this appropriation bill, and we urge all the other members in this House to do the same. And if you will not, Boza 2024. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Detroit. Sorry, Honorable Ryder. I'm saying the next one is Honorable Detroit. Thank you, Honorable Ryder. The next one is Honorable Detroit, FF Plus. Thank you, In this adjustment appropriations bill, money is spent that wasn't earned, but taken. Die regering spandeer op die oomlik geld wat hulle nie verdien het nie, maar dier regere wetgeving inwit. Betaal in die keizer waar die keizer toekom, maar dan wil die keizer dit verdien en die koers moet billig wees. Maybe it's because governments didn't earn taxpayers' money that they so easily spend and allocate funds to the wrong priorities. Government is currently exercising selective oversight and legislation dictate that taxes are due, must be paid and collected or else. Legislation also dictates that no corruption, maladministration, and that no fraudulent supply chain procedures can take place. Is that what's really happening? Reports upon reports received and debated on wasted funds, stolen money, misappropriated funds, and irregular, fruitless, and wasteful expenditure, and then the investigations and redeployment starts. In the meantime, in the, meantime the humid air in KZN is filled with clouds of smoke and anarchy, Millions are looted, lost, and trampled. Reports confirm that politics is behind the turmoil. And again, it's the taxpayers' money that must pay for this ANC's power play. Government then comes to the fore as the so-called savior, availing 18.1 billion rand of taxpayers' money towards Sasria 
an event that could have been avoided, money that could have been allocated to build the country to alleviate hunger and poverty. Money spent on COVID vaccines, vaccination programs, and COVID employment initiatives is concerning. It was noted that the actual expenditure of contracts entered into by the Department of Health to procure enough vaccines was 7.4 billion rand, and not 6.6 as initially uh, estimated. Again, taxpayers had to pick up the bill. Did the taxpayers get value for money when all these funds were spent and only 30% of the population were vaccinated, Chair? People that chose to be proactive in their approach. Chair, 70% of the population uh, of the uh, population that exercise their right not to get vaccinated are still here with natural antibodies. Die geldbeus raak kleiner, komuniteite raak dieder en het een groter deel van die bevolking raak afhankelijk van die staat. Toedelings in die begroting kan nie meer net aan kaders oorgelaat word nie, voorzitter. Die vrijheidsfondsling aan op verantwoordelike financiële bestuur en gevolg bestuur. Earn what you spend and be responsible. Honorable Dikileri, with the greatest respect, I didn't want to touch on the current disaster in Kaiser in Eastern Cape, Northwest and the Northern Cape, but since you mentioned it, um, a request was posed to municipalities to tend to these disasters in their specific areas by reprioritizing funds. No one mentioned that three of these municipalities in KZN were under administration. He's currently still under administration. You're focusing on the oversight role that the legislature must play. What oversight role can be played at the end of a financial year when there are no funds available? There's no service delivery in those areas. It wasn't even there before the disaster struck. But yes, government must observe and play its oversight role. This is absurd the way things are being handled. You mentioned the one million rand that was said and uh, that was promised that might be available after September 2022. Nowhere is mention being made of the 24 uh, billion rand of the, that, that, that might be needed to assist only in KZN. But that we can discuss in another day. The Minister of Finance said, Ontkin that enige municipaliteit a answer could do om hulp for the Iran for Lichten. As Margaret Thatcher said, is that you eventually run out of other people's money. And this is something that the ANC must remember. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, EFF. It's Honorable Moletzane. We'll be followed Thank you, by Chairperson. Thank you, Chairperson. The EFF rejected this budget. The appropriation bill used by the minister to allocate money to national department. Honorable Nabuslagne, please. And its entities. All this budget cuts has negative impacts to our people. Our society is facing a serious gender violence. It needs well-capacitated people to fight this GBV. But this budget cuts impact negatively to them. The NPA budget has been cut with almost 4 million rand and is expected to deal with high profile cases. Sasa is closing more and more payment points. People are expected to spend money they don't have. Chairperson, as EFF, we don't object to service delivery, but as EFF, uh, we object to the budget cuts. We need to do away with rubber stamping the treasury budget and look at the needs 
of the people and change their lives. EFF reject this budget. Thank you, Chair. Thank you, Honorable Muletsane. Honorable Njandu for ANC. Sikalo. As the African National Congress, uh, appropriation bill B7 2022. The, the key question for the NCOP is how the allocation of the appropriation bill are going to assist the program of the national departments and their entity in carrying our programs in provinces and the local. You are muted. Honorable Jancho, you have muted yourself. Unmute. There's someone disturbing. Unmute. Okay. As the, as the African National Congress, um, Appropriation Bill B7 2022, the, the key question for the NTOP is how the allocation of the, of, the, of the Appropriation Bill are going to assist the programs of the National Department, Departments and their entities in carrying out programs in provinces and the local sphere of government to achieve economic and social recovery jobs and relieve poverty. The appropriation bill provides immediate support for the response to the COVID-19 pandemic. Job creation and social protection allocation are aimed at the funding economic relief measures to the most vulnerable while also supporting programs that are contribute to the South Africa's economic recovery. These are facts. The appropriation supports work on challenges of unemployment, inequality, poverty through three three pillars, namely achieving a more capable state, driving a strong and inclusive economy, and building and strengthening the capabilities of South Africans. The appropriation bill also finances the strategic framework, its programs, all of which we have oversight as the National Council of Provinces. The, fun, the fundamental pro, uh, problem with opposition uh, declarations is that they pick up on the latest topics, topical, topical issue, throw it into a uh, declaration and think that it makes sense when the objective of the declaration on the appropriation bill is to speak to the mandate of the bill and whether what has been appropriated has in fact met the mandate. For the NCOP, the bill allocates resources across the national sphere of government, 71% of these allocations going to transfers and subsidies. These are transfers to provinces, municipalities, public uh, uh, cooperatives, and other non-profit making entities. So when the opposition say, we reject the appropriation bill. What they are saying is that provinces should not receive the necessary funding. The challenges of implementation is the responsibility of our oversight, which we have to make sure happens, not blame the appropriation bill. In, in reality, the appropriation bill is the lifeblood of ensuring our people receive the services, support, and provide the financial, financial for comprehensive social protection. The stability of our provinces is tied up with the appropriation bill, 
which covers all conditional grants. Starting at Pambig, the ANC supports the appropriation bill, bill 7, 2022. Thank you very much. Thank you. We now allow, we now allow, members, we now allow the 15 seconds to delegates who are outside the virtual platform to join the house. We now proceed to voting on the question, and the question is that the bill be agreed to. Honorable members, delegates who vote in favor should please raise their hands, and please keep their hands raised. Thank you. Thank you. Honorable Jadu, vote in favor. Thank you. I say Lekhanyan from Limpopo, vote in favor. Thank you, Honorable Lekhanyan. Honorable Tabete from Pumalanga, I vote in favor. Thank you, Honorable Tabete. Thank you. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands to prepare for the next vote. Delegates who vote against should please raise their hands and please keep your hands raised. The count is complete. The table will lower all the hands to prepare for the next is complete. Uh, Thank you. Delicate to abstain should please raise their hands. The count is complete. The table will lower all hands. Voting is now closed. Table will submit the results. The results are as follows. In favor is 35. Against 19-19. Abstain, 0 it means the bill is agreed to in terms of section 75 of the constitution. Yes. Allow me to take this opportunity to give it to the chair of the MCOP in Tatema Sondo, who started the business to deal with the concluding remarks and conclude uh, the session of the, today, the chairperson of the National Council of Provinces in Tatema Sondo. Honorable Masondo. Now, thank you very much, uh, 
the procedure to be followed in raising points of order. Rule 69.7, which prohibits delegates from raising points of order in response to a ruling given by a presiding office. Rule 69.12, uh, in terms of which the presiding officer's ruling on a point of, of, of order is final and binding and may not be challenged or questioned in the House. Rule 69.13, which authorizes the delegate who is aggrieved by the presiding officer's ruling on a point of, of order to request that the principle or subject matter of the ruling be referred to the Rules, rules Committee. And Rule 69.14, which authorizes the Rules Committee to deal with the referral, referral as it deems fit, provided that it, con it confines itself to the principle and the underlying or subject matter of the ruling concerned, but may not in any manner consider the specific ruling which is final and, and, and binding. On the ruling, therefore, we have uh, on several occasions ruled in this house that delegates are entitled to the privilege of freedom of speech in the council and, and its committees in accordance with rule 45 of the council rules. Freedom of speech is one of the privileges accorded to members of parliament, the world over, to allow members to freely express their views and represent their constituencies without any external interference. It occurs to both individual and a collective body of members. On a number of occasions, since the inception of the Sixth Council, presiding officers have ruled that no delegate may verbally abuse another delegate or cast personal aspersions or reflect the integrity of another delegate, except by way of, of a substantive uh, motion. If such allegations, whether made directly or indirectly, were to be generally allowed in, 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 the, in, the, in debate in the House, they would not only seriously undermine delegates in the performance of their duties, but also impede the effectiveness of this House function as the Constitution intends it to. This approach is in keeping with the practice in other parliamentary jurisdictions. I therefore wish to appeal to delegates not to abuse their freedom of speech and to refrain from making remarks which are offensive and clearly unparliamentary in terms of the rules. Such remarks are neither worthy of the dignity of the House nor conducive to orderly and effective uh, debate. In keeping with the decorum of the House, delegates are required to afford each other mutual respect by referring, referring to and addressing one another in a respectful manner. I wish to caution delegates to not only familiarize themselves with the rules, but to ensure that they, they conduct themselves within the spirit and letter of the rules. Although the deputy minister apologized, statements made within the context of the statements were clearly unparliamentary. Accusing the presiding officer of lying 
questioning the capacity of the officer presiding by asking in, in the chat room uh, to quote, what are you doing in, in the position of the chair? Those quotes were clearly intended to undermine the authority and impugn the integrity of the presiding officer. And arguing persistently with officer presiding is in flagrant disregard of the, of the rules. In conclusion, there is a clear procedure to be followed if a delegate feels aggrieved by the ruling of a presiding officer. It is worth repeating that any delegate who felt aggrieved by the ruling was at liberty to follow the procedure outlined in Rule 6913. Delegates are therefore not without a remedy. I therefore call upon all delegates to cooperate with the presiding officers to uphold the decorum of the house at all times, irrespective of the circumstances and to conduct themselves within the constraints of the constitution and the rules. So in terms of the, uh, uh, this uh, statement, uh, we hope that uh, uh, today we shall have provided uh, uh, some uh, guidance, uh, and that indeed all of us collectively will seek at all times to uh, uh, protect and maintain uh, the decorum of the of the house. Uh, uh, on that on that note, I thank you very much. Um, looking forward to us cooperating and working together uh, as we move into into the into the, into the future. Having done so, honorable members, um, uh, that concludes the business of the, of the House. And I wish, I wish to thank all permanent and special delegates for availing themselves to be part of this uh, city. Thank you very much. Thank you, honorable chair. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.